Hello, hello, my lovely, wonderful spiritual tribe. How are you guys doing? Welcome back or welcome to my podcast, Gypsy Intuition. Um, For those of you who've been rocking and rolling with me, um, or at least since the last podcast episode, um, the last time we did touch on trauma bonds and you know what are they how to identify them all that good stuff so if you did not um check out that last episode or if that's something you're interested in I definitely recommend to check out um the episode prior to this one where I touch on again what trauma bonds are and how to identify them um because in this episode we are going to be continuing from last episode but this will be more so um you know, identifying how to release trauma bonds after you've identified what they are, you know, who they're with or whatever the case may be, then we can talk about or now we can talk about how to release them. Um, so I do want to just recap, you know, just slightly on last week's episode, pretty much what a trauma bond is. And it stems from an emotional attachment that develops out of a repeated cycle of abuse whether it be physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual, right? It's just an attachment that you have with someone else based on a lower vibrational energy that you two share and that you both, it, it, it doesn't even have to be two people. It could be two or more people, um, but it's just basically stemming off the attachment that you and another person or a group of people share together based on trauma, pain, um, heartbreak, etc. Uh, it could be as simple as someone becoming attached or codependent to their abuser as well, too. So you being in a relationship with somebody who physically, mentally, emotionally abuses you and you becoming attached to that person. Because at the time when things like that happen, you're very much so isolated and you really don't have anyone else around you, whether that was due to you, you know, pushing people away, isolating yourself from those other people or because of the person you are with doing that for you um, and causing you to to be alone. I also mentioned in the last uh, episode that empaths, um, pretty much because I touched on the empath and the narcissist paradigm. And that's, um, if you want to know more about the empath and the narcissist paradigm, I did, again, I talked about it in my previous episode. So I recommend to go back to the previous podcast if you have not already and listen to that. Um, But I talked about how empaths feel on an extremely deep level, causing them to isolate because the average person can't quite understand or relate to an empath's need to help and heal because, you know, as as empaths, you know, me being an empath as well, too, you know, we come on this earth, we come here to heal, to help people grow, to help people transmute and transcend the pain and the trauma that we've accumulated over, you know, within this life and past lives that we've also been in. But um, a lot of people, you know, a lot of normal people, and I I hate to say it that way, because I don't really like titles too much. I don't want people to get offended. But a lot of people who aren't who don't really have an empathic um, nature or who don't really tap into their empathic abilities on a regular basis, they don't really quite understand other empaths and our needs and our desires and our wants to help people on a, you know, on a humanitarian level, um, you know, on a vast level, help the world all together. So as empaths, we tend to feel very alone, feel very to ourselves. You know, we feel a lot on a daily basis. We feel a lot of heavy, burdensome energies. So it can become very lonesome. 
Um, where on the flip side, uh, narcissists, simply put, they loved to be loved. Um, not realizing that that need for love stems from the lack of growing, um, from the lack of, you know, the lack of love that they they should have received growing up as a child, either via their parents or their caregivers. Um, because narcissists, what their true desire is, they just want to be loved. That's where it stems deeply from. And that's where the, the narcissist gets that whole being self-absorbed and that narc-like energy of them being very into themselves. Because it honestly just stems from the lack of love that they received as a child and that's why the empath and the narcissist paradigm go you know it's a paradigm why it goes so well why it goes hand in hand um and that is because the narcissist lacks love they, they they've lacked they honestly they're overcompensating for the love that they should have had so the, the narcissist they like to come off you know very into themselves to say the least for the lack of better words that I can find right now but they're very much so into themselves it seems like they have a big head they're very egotistical very arrogant etc and again it stems from the lack of love that they received as a kid or learning how to love themselves growing up and on the flip side empaths we love to love that's what we want to do we want to give love we, we, we constantly want to help people heal and then just love people and we see people on a soul level and that's why the empaths and the narcissists are very much so attracted to each other because we, they both have what the other is missing. The empaths want to heal and they want to love people. And the narcissist wants love and they want to heal and they kind of go hand in hand with that. And that's why trauma bonds, I feel like, are very much so easily, um, easy to easily or easy, excuse me, to create between the narcissist and the empath because of the them both wanting specific things that the other person can give one another and, and, that, the, and that they can give each other. So trauma bonds can very much so be easily um, formed between a narcissist and an empath. Now, I do want to go into... That isn't to say that trauma bonds don't hold a significant, you know, significance or a purpose in our lives because they do. They they very much so do. Um, they they teach us mainly it's it's self love. When you think about it, they teach us self love. They teach us boundaries. They teach us um, how to really grow. How to also reflect on our own wounds, our own traumas within, so we can heal it, transmute it, and move forward, and you know, create a more healthier lifestyle. And, and more healthier connections and bonds with people. Um, but they're actually just meant, again, to reflect back and to reveal to us our own traumas that we need to pay attention to, work through, heal, transmute, etc. everything that I just stated. Um, and some people actually recognize that, which in turn makes it easy, you know, for them to release and let it go. But I suppose uh, this would be more so for those in the in-between stages. And that's where I gear a lot of my information towards people who haven't quite made it towards the that aha, that, okay, I see, I get it, I understand it now. Now I'm able to transmute that energy. Um, this is, again, more so for people who are in between, who don't quite know, who, who aren't quite there, who don't quite get it, or for a lot of us who might be in denial. But for some reason, even with you being in denial, you still found your way here to my podcast today. So there is something that's slowly beginning to click inside of you, um, which brings you here, right? Um, this is where you've begun recognizing what kind of connection you're in 
um, but struggling with either A, accepting it, or B, you're slightly in denial about it, and yet something within you just ain't sitting right. Again, that's why you're here. So for some of you, and I have done this too, uh, there's times where I watch something, you know, the, whether it be a tarot reading online or I listen to something, it doesn't matter, and my ego's like... I'm not going through that or bullshit. I'm not, that's not me right now. What the fuck? That's not me, blah, 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 whatever the case may be. But yet you still found yourself attracted enough to the title or to the podcast, to the video, to the webinar, whatever you're watching or listening to. And you're still, even though your ego was cursing this person out for, you know, pretty much putting your, your shadow side on blast. Um, you're still watching it. You're still listening. You're still intrigued. That is because on a soul level, you know, this is exactly where you need to be. You know, this is exactly what you need to listen to. That's, this is what's going to open you up so you can begin to move forward. And that's okay. Um, it wasn't, and it still isn't, you know, from time to time, easy for me to fully recognize and or accept some of the connections I was in and attracted to were basically due to my own traumas and fears that I had. And a lot of people don't realize that a lot of the things that happen out outwardly is a reflection of what's going on within us. A lot of the wars, the, the battles, the, the bullshit that's going on in the world is a reflection of the wars, the traumas, the bullshit bullshit that's going on within us and a lot of people they don't realize that or they fail to understand it it's not even a lack of not realizing sometimes it's a lack of understanding our brain not connecting the two together but how I began combating that I'm sorry combating <laughs> that was first by not allowing someone's perceived potential cloud my judgment for them because nine times out of ten Y'all, nine times out of motherfucking ten, people show us exactly who they are. Maybe not so much in an obvious way that we can initially pick up on, but that's where spiritual discernment comes into play, right? But um, I'd like to say most of the signs are simply displayed in their actions and then their words. We're, we're action-oriented people. We do things... We, we show our true selves before we tell our true selves. And that's why first impressions are very important for a lot of people because that first impression is very tricky. You have to pay, you have to pay attention. You kind of have to read between the lines with a lot of people because they'll present to you a mask, a facade, a, a, a cloaking kind of energy that they want you to see. But give it some time. Give it a little bit of time. People will start to slowly let their defenses down. People can't keep the mask on forever. It's eventually, their true colors will start to trickle through their their actions and, the, and their words and everything um because nine times out of ten people show us exactly who they are right so um to say the least someone will always show you who they are first hence the saying I can show you better than I can tell you, right, guys? A lot of people say that all the time. Because as humans, that's just what we do. Our actions, our body language will always display before our words. So that's why it's very important to practice and utilize, again, spiritual discernment. I'm going to be saying that a few times throughout this podcast because I want you guys to understand. I want that word. I want that energy to soak into you. Spiritual discernment, not just physical, not just mental discernment. That's very important too. But when you have spiritual discernment, you're utilizing all of your senses, not just the five senses, but the sixth sense as well too, your intuition. And when you start to utilize your intuition, that's where all the other senses start to fall into place as well. Now, aside from being aware and using discernment, 
I do want to touch back on accepting the connection for what it is, accepting the trauma bond, the traumatic connection, accepting it for exactly what it is, a trauma bond, because that's usually a big reason why a lot of us struggle so much with releasing this kind of connection, because some part of us refuses to accept it, which leaves us in denial because we aren't acknowledging the truth about a person or situation. And honestly, ex acceptance can really bring about it could actually save you from getting into a connection or spending years or months or weeks or whatever in a connection that's just no longer good for you. You seeing the connection for what it is. And a lot of us, we look back, say you're in a five, say you're in a two, five or 10 year connection and you're looking back like, damn, this connection ain't shit. It's, it's been two years later, it's five years later, it's 10 years later. And you're just sitting there like, damn, this connection ain't shit. But meanwhile, all the red flags all of your, your your intuition, everything has been, it's already been thrown to you. It's already been heightened. It's already been shown to you. But we're just choosing not to view it. We're choosing not to acknowledge it because we want to remain in denial. And I'll touch more onto that um, here in just a little bit. It's like our egos. It, it, honestly, it's like our egos way of refusing the truth. So it could continue to indulge in the toxicity because, you know, unfortunately, that's just where it's comfortable chilling at. Our ego is comfortable as fuck in the comfortableness. Um, it's, it's comfortable remaining in, in, in the energy of either it's black or white. It's yes or no. Um, our, our ego has a hard time with gray areas sometimes. Um, and that's where spiritual discernment comes in. That's why it's important to utilize your spiritual discernment because some things aren't just black and white. Some things aren't just yes, no. Oh, this is what it is. And this is what it's not. It does require us to dig a little bit deeper, but some of us, we get a little scared of digging a little deeper, right? Um, but it's important to encourage ourselves to break free from what's comfortable because what's comfortable may not always be what's beneficial. And that's why I, I, again, I said the spiritual discernment and recognizing those red flags ahead of time. Because when you're in that energy of being comfortable, a lot of us, we get in this energy of being comfortable with toxicity, being comfortable with bullshit. So we might jump from connection to connection, not realizing that all of these connections are the same. Um, all of them have the same underlying energy because we have yet to acknowledge those red flags. And, and, and with that acknowledgement comes acknowledging our own traumas, our own wounds, our own bullshit that lies within us. Um, honestly, our, uh, our ego loves the comfort zone because we don't have to change or give it much effort if we rely in the comfortableness of it all. Um, but what our ego fails to realize or inform us is that there's beauty in change. There's beauty in the wisdom we acquire from these kinds of traumatic connections. Um, but there's also beauty in taking what we've learned and transforming our lives completely because of it. So, again, acknowledging why you're connected to this person or, or acknowledging the bullshit. Again, just starting off with acknowledging this connection is not healthy for me. You saying that out loud, you acknowledging it and, and accepting it look like okay, look, this connection's not healthy for me. It's keeping me lazy. It's keeping me stagnant. It's keeping me depressed in a very dark state of mind. And when you acknowledge that, that's when it'll start to unlock. In, in, psycho I'm sorry, in spirituality, it's called awareness. In psychology, it's called critical thinking. And I think I stated that in the last, um, the last podcast episode that I did, is that it's, it's, a, it's a matter of critical thinking. It's a matter of wanting to dig deeper than the surface of what you're being shown. 
because a lot of it is underlying surface. Again, like I stated, a lot of it is not black and white. It's not yes and no. It, it, there's some gray areas that, that happen. And a lot of times we might be, you know, put in a situation or we might be presented somebody who's very toxic, very low vibrational. And immediately we want to blame the other person. We say, oh no, he's he, she's toxic. They're low vibrational. I don't need that kind of energy. I don't want that kind of energy. Just to dismiss them, just to attract in somebody who's on that same energy. And you're like, why am I in this hamster wheel of bullshit? <laughs> and it is because, boo, it is because you are what's attracting this person. They, yes, sometimes they are attracted to you and to your light, but a lot of times we are attracting in this other low vibrational energy or person or, or, or experience, I could also say experience, because we're still, res something within us is still resonating with that low vibrational energy. Let me rephrase that. Let me say that a little differently or let me cut straight to the chase, okay? Something within us is still resonating with that low vibrational energy, hence why it keeps being presented to us in other people, places, and things. And people get stuck on this hamster wheel of, constantly cutting people off cutting I'm cutting off the bullshit I'm cutting off the toxicity but what about that rope that cord that's within you that's still connected to that bullshit that you keep attracting in you have to cut this shit off at the root boo you have to cut it off at the core you cutting it off at the person who's coming into you you're still energetically tethered to the trauma that you you refuse to acknowledge honestly um, and that's what leads me into my next suggestion, guys, um, I have for releasing this kind of connection is understanding your attachment to the person who you trauma bond with, right? Why are you so connected to that attachment? Why are you so, or what codependent lie has your ego told you that you live by? Is it because you're fear, um, you fear you won't be able to make it on your own? You know, you fear, your fear of being alone, being independent. Uh, of course, fear of being alone really hinders a lot of us from being able to move forward in the way that we deserve and we desire. Um, or is it because your fear of losing the connection and friendship as a whole? You're, you're afraid of... And sometimes that's where the empathic and the narcissist paradigm comes in. When we cut off the narcissist... Um, just for you know, a lack of a better example, when we cut off the narcissist, we get nervous, we get scared. Um, sometimes it's because the narcissist is projecting onto us their fear of being alone, but also because as empaths, we, again, we want to help people. We want to see people exceed. We want to see people grow. We want to see people transmute that energy and that bullshit and, and help them heal. But when we cut them off, we get worried of like, oh my God, that's like a mother to a child. Oh my God, I cut my child off. What are they going to do? How are they going to be able to survive without me? And that's the energy that the tr that, that, that that trauma bond connection brings to you is that they both are that they want you to that energy wants you to be codependent on one another. The narcissist is scared to be on its own because the empath mothers the narcissist. The empath helps and aids and, and, and co cohorses. Mm, that's not the word I'm looking for, but helps helps coddle the narcissist and and um and condones its narcissistic behavior and on the flip side the empath um has is attached to helping the narcissist so when that connection is broken the empath doesn't know what to do who am i going to help now how am i going to be able to help the world grow and succeed and excel and heal um but you need that as an empath you need to turn that energy inward and help yourself grow succeed heal transmute and then you doing that you ex you implementing that self-love onto yourself will actually reflect outwardly and that will start to bring in more energy of the people doing that same thing that will also help the narcissist heal 
because the narcissist will lead or the narcissist will see what you're doing. You've cut off the supply and you're starting to love on yourself. You're starting to help yourself heal and help yourself grow. And the narcissist will actually either they will they'll learn or, or they won't learn. But at the end of the day, that can't be your your problem. Because what I like to say in the example, I love the saying of you can lead a water you can lead the horse to the water, but you can't make him drink. I love that example and I live by that wholeheartedly. Because as an empath, as a healer, as someone who wants to help the world grow, transmute, ascend, etc., I've had to really learn the hard way that there's a lot of people on this earth who really don't want to heal. They don't really want to grow. They just want to ride your coattails. They want to piggyback off of your healing, your healing, loving, nurturing energy. And then by the time you guys get to the water, they haven't learned anything. They still don't know how to drink. That's because they haven't done it for themselves yet. And that's where you have to realize and use your spiritual discernment to cut motherfuckers off at the root if you need to. And say, look, I can I can lead you to the water, but you're not going to hop on my back. You're not going to ride my wave to get there. You're going to learn. You're going to grow. And you're going to transmute. And you're going to go through this energy just like I had to. We both have to learn and we both have to grow. But you can't continue to piggyback and carry people with you because a lot of people are not meant and unfortunately and you guys have to hear this bluntly with with tough love a lot of people are not meant to make it where we're going period point blank period a lot of a lot of motherfuckers on this earth are not meant to make it to where we are going where we are growing and where we are going to and that just has to be what it is we're not here for no captain save a hoe we ain't here to you know to mother coddle anybody half of us have our own children to, to worry about and the other half of us who don't have children have ourselves to worry about so we can't sit here and worry about everyone else especially those who do not want the help period it's as simple as that guys so to iterate, these connections, they just weren't meant to last. These trauma bond connections, these karmic connections, whatever you want to call them, they were not meant to last. They were meant to open you up and to bring light to things within you that you ch you have chosen, whether consciously or unconsciously, but you have chosen to suppress due to whatever reason you have given yourself psychologically. But you cannot remain in denial while at the same time seeking guidance and change from the universe. It just, it's, it's sadly, it, it can't work that way, guys. It cannot. In order to create a new life or a new way of being, something must be sacrificed. It's just the way, it's just, it's just the law of attraction. It's the way things work. And in relation to this segment, that connection you're so afraid to walk away from is the very thing that you will need to release in order to make room for new. The question is, what will you choose? How badly do you want it? Your desire and your need for change must outweigh your fear of it. And that's what we call spiritual discernment, guys. Okay. So to wrap up this segment, my lovely souls, I did want to pull some tarot cards here just to get a, um, you know, just to, just to see who you might be dealing with who you're in a connection with you know get some advice we're just going to be pulling tarot cards the last episode i did i pulled oracle i pulled an oracle card but we are going to just do tarot cards to wrap this up here as i'm shuffling these cards guys um if you'd like to book me for a personal reading you can send me an email um that information my email is the gypsy oracle so the gypsy, G-Y-P-S-I-E, Oracle, R-O-R-A-C-L-E, 
at gmail.com. You can send me an email or you can also find me on social media. Instagram is the Gypsy Oracle LLC. Um, and once you get to that Instagram, that actually leads you to all of my other social media. So the Gypsy Oracle LLC, Google it, look it up. Um, my email again is just the Gypsy Oracle at gmail.com. You can send me a message so we can get you uh, booked for a personal reading. All right, you guys. So let's get some, let's get some um, cards here for the, for this podcast episode spirit. We have the chariot that fell out as the first card. This is spirit saying move forward. The chariot is a major arcana. That means for a lot of you guys, this is a major life change that will occur. And this, this life change will only be major if you decide to take that chance and decide to... Um, to move in the midst of your fear. I like to say that. Move, make a move, make make the change in the midst of you being afraid to do it. Because the best time to do something is in the midst of you being scared to do it. You just have to do it. You just need to move forward here. Oh, wow. Yes, so the last uh, three cards that fell out, because I'm going to take four all together, we have the Death card, the Ace of Swords, and the Seven of Wands. This death energy is showing transformation. You are moving forward forward and moving away from the people places and things the the energies the ideas the old paradigms the old way of thinking you're moving away from this energy this ace of swords is like a clear yes if you guys were or were looking for a yes or a no if you asked a yes or no question is moving away from this connection going to be beneficial um will i find happiness will i be okay will the other person be okay ace of swords is a yes Yes, you will be fine. Yes, the other person will be fine. You need to do this for you because if you do not, seven of wands, you will continue to remain stuck, stagnant. You would continue to remain blocked, blocked from your blessings. On the bottom of the deck, we have, wow, we have three sevens, guys. Seven of wands, seven of swords, and the seven of pentacles. For a lot of you guys, this is an omen. This is, um, an omen does not have to mean something scary. An omen is just something that's being brought to your attention. For a lot of you guys, this podcast, um, this or this episode of my podcast will be confirmation that it's time to let it go. Whatever connection, whatever you've been holding on to, whatever that may be for you, it's time to let it go because it's rooted in fear. It's rooted in trauma. It's rooted in bullshit. Okay, it's rooted in bullshit. I'm just going to put it blatantly. It's time to move forward. It's time to transmute, transcend. Spirit has gotten your back here, but the only person keeping you stuck, stagnant, and blocked is yourself, collective. All right, my spiritual tribe. So this is what I have for you, my lovely souls. Um, next Tuesday, we will be doing... Um, every Tuesday, I will be, I'll be doing my podcast. But next Tuesday, I want to look into Twin Flame versus high-level soulmates. So a lot of you guys might be in Twin Flame connections. A lot of you guys might be in a higher-level soulmate. Or a lot of you guys might be attracting in one or the other. I do want to touch on for part one, we'll be talking about what is a Twin Flame? What role do they play? And what is the purpose it, they have in our lives? And part two, which will be the following Tuesday, we'll look into what a higher-level soulmate is, what role they play, and what is their purpose so next tuesday um tune in if that's something you're going to be interested in learning more about twin flames and higher level soulmates i definitely recommend tuning in next tuesday um i'm going to try to dish out my my podcasts you know more so in the evening the late evening so around 8 or 9 p.m eastern time every tuesday so if you're interested yes tune in but this is what i have for you my lovely souls so until next time bye